it's the belief that it gives him not necessarily yeah. the actual crystal working in that it's sense like, even if it's a placebo it's gonna help you to remind yourself of whatever it is that you are trying to achieve rather than having like a huge to-do list and feeling like you're always yeah. not doing enough just focus on the one most impactful thing today and just get it done like that's what we always say to all of our customers it's not magic like it's, you're going to work with the crystal to acknowledge and you know realize what it is that you need to work on to become a better person welcome to the stronger fitter happier podcast i'm your host vin and today i am joined by tasha tasha's lashes <laughs> is what most people Hello. know you as um for anyone who doesn't know who tasha is she is a lash technician a business owner a strong independent woman and uh, a good friend as well so welcome to the podcast <laughs> for, um, <laughs> just in case i didn't do you justice would you mind just explaining who you are what you're about to people listening well, okay, I'm Tasha from Tasha's Lashes. Um, yeah, I'm a businesswoman, I guess, but I see myself as more just doing what I love. Um, I don't see it as work, to say. I actually enjoy coming into my studio, seeing my clients, working, I guess, doing lashes daily. Um, so yeah, I enjoy like my day-to-day -day life i don't really see it as much but yeah obviously i'm getting paid so it is work <laughs> but yeah. but to be, that's probably why you're successful in what you do because you don't um see it as work and you something that you find enjoyment in when you're passionate yeah, about something I, you're more likely to work harder on it and actually make it a success exactly well, just, it's enjoyable yeah exactly well let's just rewind a little bit um to give a bit bit of a backstory on how we met how we know each other so how long ago was it it was it must have been like 10 years ago so me my mom and my sister joined up yeah well it can't have been 10 years because i'm coming up to 10 years of doing this in my like i think we were your first group I what, like yeah what, one of one of i think um it, it's probably not as much not long as 10 years but around at least seven or eight it must have been okay yeah, yeah. so I think we started. I mean, we were with you for a few years, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. 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 So, what what we're talking about is Tasha was a member of Body and Beyond. Well, I don't think we were called Body and Beyond back then. No, we were. <laughs> we used to call it the FLC. It was like a boot camp that I ran. And um, yeah, just a supportive boot camp where people could come and train, get support with nutrition, and just see really good results. And it kind of turned into what it is now. Um, Tasha, her mum and her sister all came through to training. Yeah. You know, they, they were really good people. We became friends and, you know, we know each other outside of that training environment now as well. So she is good friends with my partner, with Sadie, who Sadie, is yeah. our head coach and yeah. my sister-in-law and just my family in general now. <laughs> yeah, it was like a family as well back then. Like, that's why we like like three times a week it's so yeah. nice to like you know see the other family members yeah and, and, and everyone's saying like oh you know like we, we family is such a cliche like everyone talks about community in there like yeah. whether it's on their instagram or whatever but um it, it genuinely was a family yeah. in terms of because most of the people i trained 
when I first started yeah. were actually family, extended yeah, family were. or cousins or something like that. What, yeah. One way or other, they knew me outside of just training. Yeah. They, they knew me personally. And then, yeah. you know, it started to grow. And then because of the foundations were such a family vibe, it just transforms into other members. Like when they come in, they are bought into the family conversations that we're having exactly. and things like that. So it just turns into like a very family orientated community. And it's just ever since then, like we've only got a handful of family members who actually train with us now. Most people are not related to me, but um, they... Yeah, we're not related either. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think and they were your often... first group of people who weren't related to you. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you not? often act like you are related to me in some way because we just have like good banter, yeah, good relationships exactly. and everyone cares about each other when we're training. So yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking off camera and I'd like to bring that conversation on camera about, so I assumed Tasha wasn't doing lashes when you joined us. You corrected me. You said, yeah, I was, I was doing yeah. it on the side. Yeah. So you actually, when, when you first joined about eight, seven, eight years yeah. ago, whenever it was, you yeah. were, working in a in the corporate world what, what were you doing yeah I think I was working because we trained with you for like several years as well so it's probably a bit of an overlap um but yeah I was I was working in PR marketing and, and social media for like a, um, in the fashion industry because that's what I studied actually at uni so I was doing that and I was doing lashes evenings and weekends as well as my nine to five from my parents living room <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the living room with my last bed set up and no one was allowed to talk or speak like no cooking no noise no one was allowed to come in the room when I had clients so yeah that's how I started yeah and, and then, yeah. it's crazy to think that you were doing it then because yeah. I didn't, I didn't no, know about it yeah. and you said you've been doing it for nine years is that right nine years yeah yeah well, I started nine years ago, yeah, so I wasn't nowhere near as busy as I am now, of course. Like, I didn't have a whole list of clients. I had, like, a handful of clients, and yeah. not many people knew about lashes back then either, so it was still, like, a growing industry. Still is. But, yeah, back then, it was, yeah, not um, not as busy as it is now. But, yeah, it's grown over the nine-year period. <laughs> And See, I've had other jobs as well in between as well. Yeah. But lashes has been constant. Yeah. I mean, to be yeah. f like from an outsider's point of view, like I didn't really yeah. um, know the ins and outs of everything. I was just kind of like mm -hmm. following on Instagram and things like that. But from yeah. my view, it looked mm -hmm. like things just kind of got really busy for you. So I saw yeah. it as like, oh, you were working in PR. You got made, it was, you got made redundant, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you got made redundant. You were in between kind of things in and out of things um for a little bit and then you just started this lash business and it blew up and you got just you were flourish. really successful with it and you <laughs> got a little studio and um you no were way. away that, that's literally how it looked uh, so over a, a year or two and i was like oh like she's wow. done really well for herself yeah. um i guess lucky. power of social media Everyone or whatever. Likes to say, so lucky yeah it's not luck it's hard work <laughs> And you corrected me and saying, no, 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 like it's nine years. I had one client, like, yeah. tell me the story. Tell me a bit more. So I love this story, actually, because it's, um, it's so like close to my heart. But when I first trained, um, I hated doing lashes because it was hard. It was really hard having to use both of your hands with the tweezers, your back, your neck, like you're bent over. And it takes hours as well per client. So it's not like a quick treatment. 
and you have to persevere with each individual client and the client is uncomfortable lying on the bed like you know it's really tough yeah and when they open their eyes and they're a bit underwhelmed like at the beginning a lot of my like trainee um you know like clients were they were like where's my lashes after like five hours of lying down and it's so disheartening but um literally had to persevere and I remember um I had my first client who found me online through um the website the train where I trained they actually had like a portal where they'd like advertise people who had trained with them so people could find them like within the area and I had my first ever paying client find me through there and she called me to book in and I was so nervous and my dad was like it's fine you know you can do it you've got to take the like client like you'll be fine and I booked her in and I thought I'm never going to see her again like I did it and then she was like right so how do I book in again and I was like, what? I was like, you want to come back? I was like, oh, God, <laughs> you I'm actually to asked continue that. this. I, I didn't say it to her, but I thought in my head, I was like, oh, my God, she wants to come back. Like, And it's like every two to three weeks, she'll be coming back. She was my first ever client. And for, I'd say, eight years, she came to me constantly every two to three weeks until the pandemic. When, like, me, She was like a second mum to me by that point. She's been through so many like life experiences together as well. Um, but yeah, she messaged, she sent me a card and flowers in the pandemic. She said, I think it's time. She was like a, like a bit of an older lady. She's moved away to St. Albans, like not even close by anymore. She's still coming to me. And she said, I think it's time I stop now. And I literally cried. Oh. I got the card and I was like, oh my God, she's going to stop coming to me. But obviously like always, I'm always going to like, you know, be her last lady if she ever wants to come back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would say that that first client is actually what kept me going because I had to because she wanted to come back to me. I wasn't going to turn her away. And then slowly I got better. I got more confident. I started to enjoy it over time. And then you know you make bonds with your clients. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's actually really nice. Yeah. Your story is so like resonating so much with me because um, it's exactly how it went for me in my career as well. Like you get that one or two people. I call them your guardian angels like there's people along your journey that it doesn't have to be clients but like people that impact your Mm. life not just your career but your life so much Um, I actually keep a list of them on my phone (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, yeah. so yeah it's literally like I I write their name down someone who's really made like a big significant moment Um, and often they're not it's not just one thing they do but they've been around for so long, they've become like a, a major influence. And yeah, like it sounds like that lady was one for yeah, you. I was definitely. just going to ask you actually, like what, what kept you going, but you kind of answered it. Um, yeah. Having as that well one. as that, yeah. Just other, I've got, like when you said that list, I've got that mental list as well. Like there's a few clients, and they still come to me today as well. And we're very close, like friends as well now. Like, one of the girls, actually, I didn't even know she was my relative. Like, she's a different cousin. Like, she was, like, my second client. And it was so funny. She was in my house, and my dad must have been walking past, and she's really polite. She said, hi, uncle. And my dad was like, oh, I know you. I know your dad. It's like, we grew up together. <laughs> so she's, like, <laughs> so my funny. distant cousin. So, yeah. That's so like, funny. It's the, I li- yeah. Again, literally the same thing happened, um, yeah. like, two weeks ago, actually, because um, I was covering for Sadie, and one of our members went to me oh Vinay, you know um i'm your i think she said i'm your auntie and i went what <laughs> <laughs> and she oh went oh God. like and then she told me the story of how 
it's a very distant connection but it's like yeah i don't know like third like, yeah. auntie or something like that like yeah. um, she didn't even know herself until like recently and um oh, wow. yeah it was like it's just strange isn't it like how you can be yeah. connected to people without realizing you just don't know yeah but it's nice to reconnect as well so definitely yeah i mean what other obstacles aside from the big um big c that you faced her like what over the last, oh, last okay. not that big c sorry the um the i just don't pandemic. want to say because um yeah the pandemic it's just um youtube as soon as you mention Fine. the word they, yeah they like flag up your content and stuff with the oh, um, okay. so yeah, yeah that's why i don't mention it but anyway the big c everyone knows uh, what we're talking about that hit yeah. you um it shut down yeah. your business for how long oh, were you yeah. closed for uh it felt like a year but i don't think it was a year yeah it was uh march till april but obviously we were back in and out like for a couple yeah, of months. i guess few. it was about a year yeah yeah there's yeah. a few on and off even bits. though exactly those on and off bits weren't necessarily as busy as i would have liked probably mm. because people were still really cautious People weren't traveling from far. They weren't coming on the train. They didn't want to be such close proximity. But um, yeah, it's all like busy again now. But yeah, that was a huge obstacle. But to be honest, I quite enjoyed the break. <laughs> not working. For the first few months, it was nice. Not even months. I don't know. On and off, it was nice. But I really missed it. Like when I came back, it was so nice seeing my face again, seeing people again talking to people like I can talk for days so that <laughs> I really miss <laughs> miss that interaction with other people yeah so yeah, yeah it was a big obstacle but I mean what started other... a new business in lockdown yeah I saw that I saw you started yeah. a new business we're gonna come to that yeah. one thing that I want to ask though is how did you survive like you know maybe financially might not be something that you were worried about like you know you were able to like just take the pit or whatever but like how did you manage like you know a lot of people's identities are tied with their work so you know you you say I'm a businesswoman and then your business is shut down for so long like you almost lose a bit of you the same thing with like things like Instagram and you know a lot of people when you like you have a bit of a following on Instagram like I say a bit it's it's quite a large following but like (laughs) but yeah like you know all of that can tie into almost your identity. So how did that impact yeah. you? Like when you did close, when you got that news? Uh, to be honest, with my Instagram, when I first started Instagram, I never actually started it with the intention to accumulate more clients. It was more to show people what I was doing and like what our life extensions, what you know, the before and afters and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so no, it was more to do with that. And uh, even now on my Insta, I don't, I very rarely post on my grid, like with lashes or like, I'm not a regular poster. Like I'm, I post a lot of my story about my personal life. So I just maintain that. Um, I'm always sharing like inspirational quotes and just what I get up to day to day. I literally continued that in lockdown. And actually it was really good. Like I had a good interaction with people. Like people love seeing the other side, not just the business side. So I literally always just maintain that. But I did a couple of online courses um, just to like, you know, refresh on some of my lash. Like there's always new information out there, like within any industry. So I literally did some online courses. I did some Instagram courses. Um, yeah, just, that's it really. Like um, Instagram just, kept... Yeah, 
use yeah. it as like a, a moment to reskill, I guess, like in, you, you pivoted exactly. slightly with like, you know, starting a new business. Yeah. What, was there anything else that kind of kept you going? Was there any moments that you felt like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to pack it in, anything like that? Oh, no, never. Like, <laughs> do you know what? People find it really odd, but even when I, I travel a lot, like prior to the pandemic, I'd go away like three to four times a year. Like I love going away. And I always get anxiety when I'm away. Like the last few days, I'd be itching to get back because I'd be like, oh my God, I would have lost all my clients. It's an irrational fear that you have. Yeah. And I always have that. So even in a pandemic, that was a massive fear, you know. But at the same time, you've got to reassure yourself because it's not just you in this pandemic. Everyone is in the pandemic. Every industry is also struggling. And the clients are always going to be there. People always want to get back to, you know, what they're used to. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a really good and point to make. Like we were, there was a very big unity thing, like a lot yeah. of people were it wasn't just like oh you were the only business that was exactly. closed down million and so yeah. with thankfully you've opened back up a lot of people haven't yeah. a lot exactly. of people closed That's doors and packed it up and had to get a job yeah. like i mean Don't how did you survive like you know i'm with- a limited company yeah so thankfully yeah i had some support there with the furlough scheme but at the same time i live at home with my parents like you know I had the support of like my family as well. Um, you just make do, don't you? You have mm. to because what else can you do? Um, and to be fair, you so don't yeah. seem like a person who's. Um, I think people who probably hit the hardest, you know, are people who live extravagantly or live almost beyond their means. Mm, and yeah. when you're living like that, it's when you have such a high expense, it's mm. very difficult to maintain that yeah, yeah. When, when things like that happen and i'm not saying that that's right or wrong or you know if you can yeah. afford it why not um but exactly at the same time the higher expenses the more money you have mm. to make and the more yeah. you need the yeah. you know the more you have to work and the, you know that sort of thing like yeah you're always gonna but be I've always worked, yeah i think like for myself i've always had like a strong work ethic like in terms of earning and like wanting to be able to always support myself like i know other people maybe rely on their partners or whatever they don't really feel the need to have their own support system but like I think I've worked until 16 so you know like even studying like fashion and things like that like I did a positive internship and then I realized it's not for me like it's very cutthroat and people are willing to work for nothing and that's just not me like I want to go out there I want to earn money I want to work I want to support myself Mm. and live that lavish life that I want to like I like nice things. I like going out. So you have to then work hard to be able to afford that, right? But at the same time, know how to save and mm. know how and when to spend, you know? Yeah, no. I think that's like, again, a learning curve. But yeah, from young age, I think that's just something. Yeah, like it's not, I wasn't in any difficult situation like over the lockdown, like in that sense. So no, I'm well, quite lucky, yeah. Yeah, it is really good. Like, And while we can talk and say that, like some people just didn't even have that luxury where whether their expenses yeah. are high or not like even exactly. for me for example like I have two kids um yeah. a house to run things like that like exactly. it, it is it's even though I don't live extravagantly it's yeah. difficult when the expenses are always there aren't they? Yeah, yeah like those are like non-negotiable expenses they're yeah. not like stuff that they're, they're like putting food on the table expenses kind of thing so exactly um, with that case like luckily you know in our yeah. industry we were able to work online so yeah. income wasn't completely shut off like it was for you 
So, yeah. I mean, it, you you got to kind of give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back to be able to survive that. And <laughs> I'm like the worst person to do that for myself. But I just don't see it as anything to be like, not proud of, but, you know, it's just something you do, right? You just get on with it. And you just do. Like, <laughs> I, on Instagram as well, you see so many, you see the uh, lives of other people who are like in similar positions to you or worse off places. And then you really feel for them. Because I did, I saw so many lash businesses that had to close down. I see so many girls who had to go back to then finding different jobs, closing down their salons, like, and people with children as well. And they have like, you know, they're not earning anything. So it was really tough. Mm. So yeah, know, like, I, I, you're just surviving. I know someone in the b- yeah. beauty industry who owns, I think, two or three um, shops and yeah. had, because they closed and, you know, there's no way of like doing that online. They had to quite literally go and get a job at Tesco's, and wow. I'm, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. they have like I think like six kids or something. Like, I literally have to. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They, they had to. There was no other way about it, and um, yeah. they did it, and they're back open. They're thriving, and they did. You know, exactly. they just there's yeah. some people you just can't keep down. Like, there's nothing that's gonna stop yeah. them from thriving in life, and um, and their yeah. definition of thriving may be different to someone who wants to fly on like jet planes and things like that but like exactly yeah they, they just living an enjoyable life i guess exactly whatever and, um, that means to you yeah and it's exactly like you said you have to practice that life with a bit of gratitude as well and appreciation Definitely. even when the times are difficult when you can do that you you can navigate difficult situations quite comfortably Definitely. Yeah, and, and you find different things to focus on as well. Like in the lockdown, like I definitely found loads of different things to focus on. And I find it strange when people say that they were bored. <laughs> I don't know, like I'm not that person. I, I never feel, I never, I don't think I ever say I'm bored. Like there's always something to do it. Or also relaxing, like, you know, you have to actually enjoy that process of like taking the time out and relaxing. It's not, it has to be, um, yeah, something that you practice, right? Yeah, and to be fair, allowing yourself to become a little bit bored is probably the way to go. It's it allows for <laughs> you to find something to do. Fine, yeah. Because um, what often I I've seen it. I think I read a post about it. this. Is not my idea, but like, what do you do instantly? Like when you are bored, you grab your phone now and you go on Instagram uh-huh. or you scroll yeah. social media to to just fill your brain to not be with nothing. And um, it's like yesterday, I normally I put my daughter to sleep holding her in my arms. Um, I'll sit there. I don't know. Depends on how long it takes. But I will have my headphone in and listen to something or um, be like kind of maybe browsing or doing some sort of work on my phone or something like that. Yesterday, before I did that, my daughter took my my older daughter took my phone. (laughs) She went and uh, my my partner shut the door and I was stuck in a room holding my yeah without my phone so it was like I think and yesterday she took a bit longer to go to sleep so it was like 30 minutes of holding my daughter in complete silence in a pitch black room and um it just allowed me to I came up with a really good idea for something that um not that was struggling with but I just something that just came to me but if I hadn't taken that moment to be almost bored not that I was bored holding my daughter, but like yeah. it was a moment of doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah allow. And I think if you if you live in a fast paced life and you're always yeah. doing something, you don't allow to, moments yeah. like that, like moments yeah. that allow you. Moments to, of silence. Let's yeah. not put it boredom. Moments of silence. Yeah. When your mind is silent, 
And yeah, a moment of silence, I don't know if it was the moment of silence, but caused you to create a business in the pandemic. Tell me about that. Oh my God. Yeah. So me, my sister Yasmin and my cousin Drewby, literally, we, um, so basically in the lot, even prior to that coming up with the business, we were FaceTiming, like we had a strong group of like friends and stuff that I started working out online and like we just kept in contact with each other and just, you know, had a little chat in the morning and like, oh, what you up to today? What are you eating today? Like, what are you going to cook? Banana bread and all of that. And literally me, Asma and Jimmy want to FaceTime call and we were just like, oh, we really want to try, like, start this. We all love crystals. We're all into, like, this whole, like, spirituality journey. Like, we want to do something. Like, we've seen all these, like, info on Insta and we're like, we want to do that. Um... And literally, we just had a couple of Zoom calls. Um, we sketched out some ideas. It was actually really fun. It was like we were back at school. So we were like, each person had a piece of paper. Let's write down what it is that you want, what you see like us doing, you know? Like, how do you envision our logo even, like the colors uh, and then names that like, we each wrote out lists of like what we want to call this like venture, I guess. We didn't think it was going to turn into a business. And yeah, we just wrote things out and we just like, brainstormed I guess and yeah we came up with the crystal cube and our logo we literally I've still got the drawing of it like we <laughs> drew it out and then um, we approached one of my friends who's like a, um, she's a designer so she like drew it up for us and made it actual logo and yeah we, I built the website we started so now we've got the crystal cube so we're, we're selling like healing crystals and yeah it's just grown it's been a year actually on 19th of august it was a year so here yeah, we are that's brilliant like i mean yeah it, it's Can't incredible that you just yeah just went for it a lot of people will ponder an idea for a very long yeah. time not take any action what made yeah. you just go for it do you know what it was like just a natural flow of like events so it was like the first initial call was just a chat right Mm. Um, and then writing down your ideas and discussing like back and forth like what do we think like our initial idea was very different to what we're doing now I mean it's not so far off but we had different ideas and you kind of just like narrowed it down bottled it to what you know is doable and what will actually work um, and what we enjoy like where we see things going and stuff and then yeah it's just like small small steps it didn't just happen overnight it's the same in my last business like nothing happens overnight it's an idea it just starts with an idea and then doing right like if you don't if you sit on that idea it's not going to grow like if you actively do something with it yeah and like then it's like oh should we make a website or should we sell on Etsy mm. and I was like I know how to make a website because I made one for my last business let me do that I'll take charge of that yeah and like yeah. every aspect of the business you know we do it in-house the three of us I love that. A lot, a lot of people think it's like this big moment or something yeah, major yeah. has to happen. It. I love that whole small step thing. And it. Yeah. I used to struggle with that myself in terms of like, especially since my children have been born. Before that, I could just work on my work the whole day, apart from the yeah. time I was spending with other people. And mm -hmm. most of that was time alone. And then when my children came around, it was very difficult to do work like that. Like you have yeah, to be, find the time. yeah, like little kids take up so much time, um, especially when you're actually being involved and hands-on and you want to support your partner and not give everything yeah. to them. And um, that just made it very difficult. But then I, I think it's only recently I've come to, to terms of it, literally in the last couple of months. And it was, 
a, a YouTube video. I think it's Ali Abdal. He's uh, like yeah. a YouTuber on productivity and things like that. And um, he said something about like rather than having like a huge to do list and feeling like you're always uh-huh. not doing enough, just focus on the one most impactful thing today and just mm-hmm. get it done. And like sure. it might be something so small. So like yesterday I did something very small. It might not meet, be that impactful in terms of like it might not seem like a big thing. It took me about 30 minutes to do. I had to make a couple mm-hmm. calls, emails to to have this little thing changed on our one of our apps that we have for a booking system. But that was something that was that is going to have a big impact because then now I can do the next step to that process. I can then move on from that point. And that started a couple of weeks ago when I messaged my accountant to change like a name on our company. Then that steps led to another thing. It's literal micro wins every single day will add up to like a big change over a long period of time. And even in a month, like or two weeks of doing one small action that has a major impact towards Mm -hmm. a big goal will lead to something great being born and that's what's happened in the in the lockdown for you like you took a few steps every day and now you got a business at the end of it I can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it is actually crazy but and yeah now we me and you have uh, not had a bit of a clash but um we had a little bit of a, a discussion, <laughs> a discussion. yeah about um crystals and I was talking crystals. to you about it at my house I was saying oh like do crystals work like what are the what, you know me, man of science, yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. evidence-based. Yeah. If there's no yeah. you know, facts behind it, I'm like, yeah, shut up. Uh, um, yeah. But I was talking to you about like oh, crystals, like how do they work? Like, tell me, educate me, what, what's going on? Like how yeah. does, so yeah, enlighten me. Oh my crystals. God, really? <laughs> no, no, I'm winding you up, I'm winding you up. Question? No, 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 that's a very big question. But what I was, <laughs> so before you came on, I was doing some research on like, the facts of crystals whatever like okay. obviously there's a lot of people out there with very strong opinions about like are oh, they complete yeah. bullshit they don't work mm-hmm. but then i like to listen to people who weigh up arguments as opposed to just on one side of the fence because they're yeah. biased you're never gonna change someone's opinion who's completely you know just one side yeah stuck to that idea yeah yeah so there was a guy who was talking about it and he came from a very like logical point of view he was saying there's no actual you know scientific research done on crystals like um in an evidence base <laughs> like a laboratory okay. for example no like there a, is actually there okay, is so well, much yeah so yeah. there might there might be that I, that he hasn't come across for anyway okay so this is one person's opinion but what he did say was they still work and he was yeah. like he even buys when you say them. work then what do you mean so what he right. meant, what he was trying to say was like you know a lot of people say oh like this one heals you this one this you this one um, for different purposes you're using yeah. the different crystals for different purposes yeah. basically yeah this is someone anyone who's like really into this stuff i'm i'm sorry i know like i'm being very naive and i don't know much about it so please forgive my ignorance yeah um what i'm this is someone who's literally has no clue about any of this stuff yeah so when i'm talking about it what i mean is like like most people who don't know much about crystals will talk about it like oh like how is a crystal supposed to yeah yeah they're like how do how does that help you fall in love like that's how mm. i would be kind of thing yeah okay on yeah. the spectrum so he was basically talking about it like he's someone who will still buy them he'll still use them and because the reason why he does because he believe is the belief that it gives him not necessarily yeah. the actual crystal working in that okay. sense 
And mm-hmm. I thought it was such a strong message because he felt like there was no like actual evidence to show that this thing, you know, this will do anything to his life. But his belief in what will, you know, like almost like the placebo effect yeah will cause some sort of change in his life and me and you had that discussion about like you know the the law of attraction do you remember that yeah yeah i remember and you were talking about yeah i was saying i don't actually disagree yeah i feel like i i to a certain extent i i agree with that as well like even if it's a placebo it's gonna help you to remind yourself of whatever it is that you are trying to achieve like Mm. whatever it is in your mind like not necessarily like fall in love or something like that but whatever like you say you want to work on a certain trait or anxiety like you know you've acknowledged that you have anxiety and you want to try and manage that that's something that you have acknowledged and then you're trying to work on right so even if it is a placebo it's something that you're going to hold in your hand or carry with you and it's going to constantly remind you I actually am holding some crystals (laughs) like I'm holding my crystals because I was actually really nervous for this chat and stuff I don't know why but I was nervous and I'm like yeah like you hold it and it is a reminder and whether or not that crystal has like if you want to believe if it has energy that it is emitting some sort of energy and like it is is gonna help you feel like I'm a bit calmer so (laughs) no it's true it's absolutely true because um it's the same way like you know some people get tattoos of like slogans on their arms like do yeah, the work true, yeah. as like a reminder to yeah, you know, do yeah. something or like their children's faces on their arm like yeah people why because they want to be met rem- like you know going back Memory. to that yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's to say i wear this bracelet on my arm and it's got my initial my children's initials and my partner's initials on the inside of the bracelet and it, it's a constant mm-hmm. reminder of like you know like i was sitting in the car because i had to send an email before the gym and then i ended up on instagram somehow and uh, looking at the bracelets reminded me of like you know you're, you're wasting time like you're supposed to be either yeah. you're supposed to be going to the gym like you could be at home right now do so something. go yeah. do the gym work hard and be you know work for your family as opposed to doing nothing yeah. and it is i guess not in that way but like it's that power of i guess a reminder like you said yeah. but also like a, a belief system of like i think a lot of people who will let's say like you buy a crystal and you think that it's going to really have an impact on this area of your life and you genuinely believe it with your whole heart and soul mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen that exact thing that you believe because yeah. you you because you believe it so you're much, allowing so, it to happen yeah, yeah you're taking steps even to make it happen like if someone believes they can't help their anxiety or like let's say you believe genuinely yeah. that these crystals are going to help you feel calmer you're going to try and do things to help you feel calmer as well. Like you might mm-hmm. breathe a little bit as soon as you hold that crystal. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because yeah. of the crystal or because you're holding a crystal that you believe in, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter at the end of the day. The same thing's happening, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, so like I, I like that whole thing of like, you know, you providing belief to people as well through crystals. Because yeah. if no one's going to buy it off you if they don't believe in it. <laughs> yeah at the end of the day, it's like, and that's also part of the, like what why we started the crystal cube as well it's not just the selling it's um sharing our experiences as well and like with the actual crystals and sharing knowledge as well um like even our chat like if i went through certain experiences that i've had like with certain crystals and stuff different crystals will have a different experience with right so as much as the placebo effect may be different crystals will help you in different ways or have with me anyway and that's definitely something I 
pick up on it, I've noticed. Um, so when you start, like, it's a whole journey, like that whole spiritual, like, if you start a spiritual journey, there's so many, like, avenues that, like, you know, meditation and just becoming a bit more aware of yourself and your feelings and your energy as well. It's a lot of energy work. So we are energetic beings, you know, like, we are a ball of energy. So if some, if you have some sort of blockage, like, you can have a physical blockage in your body, you can have an energetic blockage as well. It's a, it's, it's actually a, you know, research thing, you know? <laughs> but yeah, like, with a quartz crystal, for instance, like, this, a quartz is, like, the hard, one of the hardest materials that are naturally found in the earth, and quartz is actually used in, like, nearly every single electromagnetic item, so your phone, your TV, your watch, like, because it actually uh, maintains the energy, so it is, there is science behind the fact that it does hold the frequency of that energy like constantly so yeah but there's science behind it and then whether you want to apply that use it for your own personal energy that's something else you know yeah to be fair like i'm i have actually wore crystals in my life before (laughs) my mom gave me some when i was uh, uh, a little bit younger and I, i wore them like i say religiously almost like because it's something I believed yeah. in. Like my mom told me, this yeah, is what's yeah. going to do for you. And I was like, okay, fine. Fair dues. Like I'll, I'll yeah. put it on. And um, someone tells you something and you just do it. Cause it's someone that you trust as well, isn't it? Yeah. And you just I mean, go there, with it. Yeah. There's negatives to that as well. Cause you know, stuff like yeah. that can hold you in a box as opposed to like, let you move forward. But like the way you're describing it in terms of like, it guides you to a path of growth. Uh, there's a yeah. video by Sadhguru. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. But uh, he talks about uh, the crystals and um, how, like, if you're doing it in a way to contain you, it's a problem. But if you're doing it, like, you know, like, exactly. human beings okay. are made for growth. Like, exactly. The, I can't remember. He, he, you know, he'll do so much more justice than me trying to explain it. So just go and watch the video. I'll link it below. But um, <laughs> it is what he's trying to explain is just basically, like, of you growing and moving and constantly thriving and, and going forward in life like don't be contained don't even be contained exactly. by your own body kind of thing and yeah. the way you're describing it is like you're you're encouraging someone to find a different path you're yeah get your it's almost like a gateway to something new in their life yeah. like you say you know someone comes to you for anxiety to you know just do something about it whether it's a way it's an acknowledgement as well mm. yeah like it goes on a to lot that things, yeah. yeah a lot of things that each person is like dealing with or may not even acknowledge like if you have issues with communicating like let's say with your partner or something it may be something that's holding is there's a block there right like if you're not communicating well and you're at loggerheads or whatever it could be something that you're not dealing with because you're not working on your communication it could be a communication style or it's something to do with your like the way like in spirituality and with crystals and stuff like if you believe in chakras like in your throat chakra it's about listening and communicating and speaking so if something that you want to work on then that's something that you can be you know drawn towards certain crystals that can then help you open up your chakras and allow you to speak like not physically speak but it's the way that you communicate right it's a way that yeah. or holding in your emotions it's about expressing what it is that you really want to say as well yeah. So it's quite it can be quite deep and it's like it's not just like oh here you go here's a rose quartz you're gonna fall in love it's not like that it's not a magic pill at all like that's what we always say to all of our customers it's not magic like 
this, you're going to work with the crystal to acknowledge and you know realize what it is that you need to work on to become a better person yeah i guess it's, it's like anything isn't it it's like someone signing yeah. up to body and beyond and uh, thinking that that's going to make them lose weight it's exactly. not exactly we're yeah. facilitating the work you put in yeah we're, exactly. we're just providing some sort of guidance at the end of the day some sort yeah. of accountability some sort of thing that will help you making change easier yeah, guidance, so yeah. yeah like you're still taking steps we're just providing some hand-holding yeah, to help exactly. you take those steps in the correct yeah. correct di- direction and support like it's just support in that way isn't it so Definitely. i guess um it's the same way that sense i mean yeah just to wrap up we've been going for a, a, a quite a bit of time i don't want to keep up too much of your time um just a few questions we had on instagram that i'd love you love for you to answer okay um, so one of them being is uh, what are your pet hates when it comes to your work <laughs> oh okay. you'll be writing it you're like, uh, this ah. client no no way i'm not doing that um within if i'm talking specifically within lashes um I think sometimes like lateness, people sometimes don't realize like I work very strict, like with timings, like I work back to back. I was yeah. not great. Like I don't take breaks in my day. Like, I work six hours straight. Um, literally, I don't even take a pee break. I don't eat like <laughs> I start at 10 and then I'm like, that's it. Um, yeah, sometimes people, they don't respect your time. I don't, I, that's one of my pet hates. It. They don't respect your time. Um, or not show I don't really get many people who don't show up and things like that because I've set my business up in such a way that you know it's kind of eliminated those kind of people I guess who don't respect my time yeah. um so yeah I think that's probably one of them okay. yeah I don't really have many like yeah I get on really well with my clients they I think they do respect me and my time yeah. and my work so, I think yeah. when you develop like what good working boundaries and good relations with people you're just going to attract people who are like you so you're very yeah. unlikely to get loads of things that you hate isn't it but yeah at the yeah. beginning yeah like there's obviously things that i needed to iron out yeah and you end up just overstepping like you allow people to you know take advantage yeah. of your time or whatever you're new so, yeah, so you, you learn say yes to everything you're just like yes <laughs> yes yes yeah. i can change that time exactly. yes i'll work exactly. at 10 o'clock at night yes exactly yeah. oh i still do that sometimes but oh, okay. <laughs> that's my choice yeah. that's my choice so yeah um yeah you just gotta like set those boundaries and then stick to them well, yeah mentally actually... and physically as well yeah yeah well it's good advice and it leads into the next question quite well is um what advice do you have for someone who wants to start up a sm- a business in um, beauty Any like business. a small business i think that firstly you have to stop second guessing yourself and stop having that doubt in your mind because the first thing I always hear is that, oh, but so-and-so is already doing it. Like, you know, if whatever you're doing, if you have passion within what you're doing, you're going to, no one else can give the same as what you're giving. Like, yes, other people can do lashes. They may not have the same environment as you. They may not feel as comfortable going to somebody else. So there's always going to be other factors. It's not just based purely based on what it, the services that you're providing. There's a whole array of things, you know, about you as a person that, no one else is going to be you, basically. So yeah. you just got to start. And you're not going to know until you try, basically. I think that's like one of the things that is really key for me. Like, you don't know until you try. And obviously, financially, like, you don't have to go all in guns blazing. Like, you can start small, test the water, like, you know, but just persevere as well. Like, if you truly believe that what you have to offer is something good, um, 
then do it. And there's so many customers out there, like people worry as well that, oh, the market is too saturated, but it may be, but there's so many people, there's enough customers out there for everyone. And there's always new people who don't even know about it. So just try, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's my advice. No, it's really good advice, actually. I didn't even have anything to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. For yeah. once, we didn't yeah. have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> what gave you the courage to actually start a business then? So again, in my mind, I don't see it as a business. Like, I just see it as it was just the next step. So I did the course. I didn't love it. I wasn't great at it. My dad was in my ear, like, come on, you can do it. My mom and dad both, like, they really helped. Like, they allowed me to do lashes for about two to three years in their living room. You know, like, we have cats as well. It's not the ideal situation, <laughs> but it worked. You know, you make it work. And then, yeah, as I got busier and as I started actually doing more hours, I realised I need a space, like, outside of my home so I can go to yeah. do my work and then come home. So then it just naturally fell into that. And then, like, the website and, like, Instagram, all those things just come with it. So... I guess you could call it a business. <laughs> mm, it, it's definitely um, yeah. a business. <laughs> yeah, you could, I guess. Um, yeah, it just it's just a natural flow of things, isn't it? Like, yeah. you have to have things in place. You have you to get started to, to yeah. let that momentum build up. Otherwise, yeah. um, getting started yeah. is just the thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. I think the initial thing as well, just thinking of a name. Like, you know, I was just like, yeah, cash is lashes, that sounds good. <laughs> and then, you know, the next step was, yeah, I want to be a limited company, so I'll go on Companies House and do that. Oh, I think I want a website, so I'll do that. <laughs> just just a flow of events, I think. Yeah. I mean, what does the future hold for you now, then? Oh, that's a big question I get asked a lot. And to be honest, I don't know. Um, I love doing lashes. I don't know, like, physically how many years my body can take it, because it is really hard on the body, like my yeah. neck, my back. I think I'm starting to get RSI in my hand as well with the repetitive, like, you know, like working with the tweezers and stuff like that. So I'm starting to be a bit more strict with myself in terms of time that I'm working and taking the breaks that I need and making sure I'm going to get my massages done and taking care of my body. Um, so, yeah, let's see. I've, I've got another business now as well. So yeah. I have to split the time equally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been absolutely great talking to you and I think a lot of people will take some inspiration from, I say some, a lot of inspiration so. from um, our conversation and take something away that will help them live a stronger, fitter and happier life. I think more so happier okay. in this conversation than um, anything ah. else. <laughs> also ah. stronger as well, mentally stronger because you're a strong person. Yeah, mentally, definitely. Yeah, I think mentally stronger. Yeah. yeah. So how can people find you if they want to reach you Draw, this is where you can plug anything you want to <laughs> they can dm me uh, my instagram is cashes underscore lashes so you can follow me on insta you can dm me my phone number is also there if anyone wants at me that's fine um, don't give your I've phone number out on the internet <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know as soon as i said it i was like why is that there but my business i guess it's, you know what yeah I don't it's your business number yeah all right it's and then um, what about but, um, your Q business? I've got a website, yeah. Crystal Business is um, their Crystal Q. So we've got Instagram and a website. So yeah, the underscore crystal underscore cube. Um, check it out. We do loads of live sales. We've got a website. Um, and yeah, me, Yasmin and Drivia, always there to answer your questions. 
All right, perfect. So thank you so much for coming on. And I really, really, really appreciate it. I think everybody who is listening now will appreciate it too. We will definitely get you back on when you have developed further (laughs) into your career and then another business maybe yeah we can we can ask you about the next next venture for you and um see if you've uh continued with your lash business or not (laughs) yeah everyone's gonna be scared now i'm leaving it like that no she's definitely continuing don't worry your appointments for tomorrow are all valid all right take care guys over and out Bye. bye